Recorded live. Warning. The recording you're about to hear contains frank discussions of truth, guns, and the... guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement, and this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement, and it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, Eventually, we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we are retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price or better rep than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the Pharaoh? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shockers around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay, there is a point beyond which they must not advance. 
Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computation. When great forces around the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. And good evening, people. You are listening to Freedom Fighter Radio, freedomfighterradio.net, bookmark this site. And yes, we refuse to be intimidated by the label Islamophobe, bigot, or racist. We do oppose Islam. Not only do we oppose it, we hate it. The ideology of the mentally ill, the religion of the Antichrist, for the love of God is to hate evil. Yes, Freedom Fighter Radio will continue to mock the child rapist known as the pedophile prophet Muhammad as much as I want to. And I don't care what you think or how offended any of you are. I am an American, and I'm free to say what I want, when I want, no matter how much it will offend anyone's sensibilities. My attitude is if you don't like it, get the hell out because you are not welcome. I've dedicated the second half of my life to eliminating the Islamic threat to the United States Constitution and exposing the threat to the United States Constitution and our way of life. I'll continue to expose the organizations, individuals, and groups in the United States. America's enemies will not be stopped by an appeasing attitude, but only by a show of force and determination. I will not back down. I will not be silent. Why? Because our government has failed me, and it has failed you. Political prostitutes grip tight the reins of government, and traitors plunder and are emptying them into the coffers of the enemy. Evil men are sitting on top of high places in Capitol Hill. Degenerates are doing their bidding. America, how much more of this sickness must men and women of honor endure before we decide to rise up and hurl these scum into oblivion. Democrats and Republicans alike are sitting atop Capitol Hill. They abuse their power. They are deaf to the will of we the people. They pass bills that strip away our rights and our dignity. And you know what? They are laughing as they use their influence to garner personal wealth. They don't care about the average citizen in the process. America, the system is broken. But we the people can, will, and shall fix that. You are listening to Freedom Fighter Radio. Shade, I hope you call in. Um, America, I was listening to a great podcast on another network I like to listen to. It's uh, VCY Radio. They had a man on there. Um, I don't want to butcher his name. His name is John Guido, uh, or Guidolo. He's an ex-FBI agent. I spoke with him this afternoon. We're hoping to get him on on a future show. And today, he was talking about National Muslim Advocacy Day. Yeah, did you know that today was National Muslim Advocacy Day? It was held on Capitol Hill. And what is it? Well, it's a cunning bit by Islam. Islamists, enemies of America, to gain political power in the U.S., 
In fact, counterterrorism expert John Guintolo did an interview, again, about this on VCY Radio today. You can download that archive by going to VCY. It was the 3 p.m. show. He says this kind of event has several elements to it. The first is they are trying to declare the U.S. Council of Muslim Organizations is a Muslim political party in the U.S., and candidates are going to have to be vetted by them. Now, it is also a demonstration to the Muslim community in the U.S. and outside the U.S. that they have a very heavy hand inside our leadership realm and inside Washington, D.C. Because here are open Hamas organizations, the American Muslims for Palestine, the Council on American-Islamic Relations, CARE, as we have always said, criminals against infidel rights, or the Council of Angry Islamic Ragheads. And they are wandering freely around the D.C. area. In fact, the U.S. Council of Muslim Organizations has described itself openly as a coalition of leading national and local American Muslim organizations. Now, bear in mind, for some time, for years, I've been warning you people, and I'm not the only one out there. There's other great patriots that are doing it, warning you about the Islamic Society of North America, some war on guns, trying to destroy the Second Amendment as they unify with sellout Christians, with an organization called Faith United, to strip away our Second Amendment and our First Amendment. Now, John, there's a great book out called Raising a Jihadi Generation, Understanding the Muslim Brotherhood Movement in America. Uh, We'll give his site out in a minute. It said the event is only a small piece of the larger civilization jihad. The Muslim Brotherhood is using our system to destroy our system. Even Prime Minister Ergodon, who's one of Obama has professed to be one of his top friends, a man I I hope gets assassinated, who I openly condone and pray for his assassination, as he's one of the most evil leaders on the face of the earth. Yeah, I just condone the assassination of a world of a world leader, the leader, Prime Minister of Turkey. Prime Minister of Turkey is evil. He's an enemy of the United States. He's aided terrorists and abetted the enemies of America. Not only on that, the persecution of Christians and non-Muslims in his own nation. He said Islam is just Islam. There is no moderate. Well, the term the Muslim Brotherhood Strategic Memorandum says that that they're doing, again, is civilization jihad. You could Google it. You can Google the whole, get the whole plan. It's uh, uh, been captured, and is, you can download it. What the Muslims are doing in America is waging political warfare by means of subversion and propaganda. The problem is that even Fox News and mainstream media and, and most Americans who are either asleep or in denial, that's the bulk of America, feel that the only danger of Islam 
is from jihadis that are blowing themselves up or shooting people or taking hostages or raping children. Well, after all, they, their prophet was a child rapist. Yeah, I said it. Um, but people, the biggest danger is that this president is bringing in 100,000 Muslims a year. And by the year 2050, Muslims in America, through immigration and breeding, will outnumber Christians. And what will America be like by then, if not well before? Just look at the Middle East and look at the Christian Holocaust that's going on. Look at what Christians have to deal with in every country that more than 40% of the population is Muslim. This is the future of America unless things don't drastically change. Now, members of Congress met with them today, one-third of Congress, uh, half of the United States Senate. And I, I'm, I'm surprised, just like John has been, that how some of these participants were allowed to roam freely in Capitol Hill without the FBI, DHS, and Capitol Police arrest them, because the guys are leaders of Hamas in North America. But remember now, remember now, the... Um, the TSA, the TSA is led by Muslims. The FBI has removed the words jihad and Islam and Muslim from their manuals. Jay Johnson, yeah, that's another guy i got to talk about. Jay Johnson, who we talked about last week, has openly said that every time he picks up the Quran and reads it, it reminds him of American values, really. Well, let me ask you this, people. Let me ask you this. Is it treason for an American leader or a public official to laud the enemies of our country? We'll be right back, people. Right back. You are listening to Freedom Fighter Radio, and we'll talk about all this and more because we're going to fly up the eagle and be right back. America sang the wayward heart and opened up her shores. Said if you live by the law of the land, you could not ask for more. But her resources Trying 
Our ads are a reminder that every baby is precious and unique, truly our greatest natural resource. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information or alternatives or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational and non-political. A baby is a baby is a baby. They're the toys our children play with, and much more. Many products made in China, sold at Walmart, so dangerous they've been pulled off the shelves. Walmart and China, called the ultimate joint venture. 70% of Walmart's goods come from China. When huge retailers like Walmart pressure Chinese suppliers to cut costs, they cut corners. Now we're paying the price. Go to wakeupwalmart.com to learn more about Walmart and China. Change things in Washington, then vote blah 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 for bloopity bloop. Blah 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 voted to keep blah for blah. He said Social Security is blah blah blah. And when it comes to immigration, he's blah on blah. Vote for bloopity blah. Strong on blah, not weak on blah blah blah. I'm bloopity bloop, and I approve this blah. Business is paid for by the blah to blah. right. Don't tread on us. We're aware that the enemy is going to make, destroy us. The Bible says. Power will be given to Satan to make war against the saints, and he will prevail against them. But you know what? Washington said the thing that sets the Christian patriot apart is that he would rather die on his feet before he lives on his knees. Welcome to the show, freedomfighterradio.net, and welcome back, Shade. Well, Shade, I talked to you shortly before the show. We, we now have some breaking news uh, since the show has begun. It has now been confirmed that the guy we're referencing who brought it to the attention um, about the... Um, Muslim Advocacy Day, the Muslims have now launched a campaign against them by contacting the White House. Progressives and jihadis are seeking to silence Understanding the Threat, the website understandingthethreat.com, in a letter sent to the White House. Shade, you got the link. I sent it to you. Um, Is it treason for a public official to publicly laud an enemy of the United States? Well, America... Jay Johnson did so last week. We talked about it on our last archive. And this happened at the Empowering Voices Conference on 3-20-15, held by the U.S. Muslim Brotherhood's Muslim Public Affairs Council, Impact, And the Department of Homeland Security, Jay Johnson, was the speaker. Uh, Shade, um, I'll send you the link right now. I'll put it in the room, in fact. Understanding the threat... First of all, Shade, when you hear the word Muslim Advocacy Day, uh, what's your thoughts about this? And I know there's other people in here. So here we go. There's the link. Go ahead, Shade. 
Okay, I gotta bring him on. Okay, he's muted again. Okay. Okay, Shade. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Can you? There we go. Yeah, that's the way I was done by Twitter earlier today. They tried to silence me. Anyway, I feel my nation, this nation, has hey. failed me. That's right. Failed. Well, what do you think about this? We know they failed, but the Muslim Adv- Advocacy Day, they met They met face-to-face with half of the members of the Senate and one-third of Congress. And now... They're trying really to really don't want to know what I think. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I sent you a link. Understandingthethreat.com. Uh, John, I can't say uh, John. He's a former FBI agent. Um, I spoke with him uh, a few hours ago before he goes on a vacation. I won't say where. Uh, he probably, possibly, will be a future guest on his show as well. We look forward to it. And again, people, if you want to hear this man, you can go to VCY Radio. It's a Christian radio network all over America, quite large. That's also speaking out on Islam as well, from a Christian perspective. Maybe not as hardcore as us, but they're, they're on the money. 3 p.m., uh, the show that was at 3 p.m. Eastern today. Uh, you may want to listen to part of that archive with John. Well, Jade, the Muslim Advocacy Day... They blitzed Capitol Hill today. They blitzed it. You know, uh, we said this was going to happen, a political party. Hamas. And we've got to remind people, Hamas is the Muslim Brotherhood in Palestine. Hamas is a designated foreign terrorist organization. But Shade, not according to Obama, I think he removed Hamas as a terrorist organization as well. And they, they, they did this yesterday, and they're going to be doing this tomorrow on Capitol Hill, advocating their position as the first national Muslim political party. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. This, this, uh, is happening, this is happening as we speak right now. As we speak, Muslims... Sure. I need to do like with Savage Chess, you know, I need to get a bell and uh, or a gunshot, you know, like a cyber shoot me every time I mention the word um, Muslim, it's raghead. He does it whenever he says Obama, he doesn't want to use the word Obama, so he has a bell go off. Well, we need to do that, raghead. What's your thought about these raghead, Shade? Well, I'm very disturbed about it, and I'm disturbed that our nation has allowed us to stoop to this level and allow this level of infiltration to take place in our country and sit back idly and complacent about it, Jim. It's a very disturbing. It's an agenda. Yeah, and, and, and here's the thing. We got when you have Grover Norquist, and, and, and our, links to this is on uh, Blaze, links to this is understanding Islam, um, Grover Norquist, you know, you really need to learn who Grover Norquist is, who's rubbed shoulders and is an alliance of members of the Muslim Brotherhood, as one of the founding fathers of the Muslim Brotherhood, who's one of the most influential people, get this, in the GOP, and uh, by, uh, by uh, Grover Norquist is, along with Sahel Khan. As John of Understanding 
thethreat.com says, the Muslims who represent the Muslim community in our nation's capital represent jihadi terrorist organizations. And, you know, we've used his analogy. He says, this is another attempt by our enemies to put a tuxedo on a turd and call it dessert. <laughs> Let's pray our leaders don't line up to eat. Shade? <laughs> are you there? Yeah. Okay, we'll... so, are you looking at these guys? Are you looking at these turds and tuxedos? Are you looking at these turds and tuxedos? Are you looking at them right now? I hope you are. On understandingthethreat.com. Are you looking at... Do you see them on the the stage? Do you see them? Yep. This is what we as a nation has allowed. We've allowed this. Here we are. This is part of the goal. Hey, look at that photo. Yeah. Can you find a guy in that photo who's not a member of Hamas? <laughs> yeah, he should have been arrested. He should have been done. Yeah. You know, well, the bottom line is, and interrupt me anytime you want to uh, say something, Trade. Facts and evidence apparently have little weight these days, but let's lay them out anyway. Yes, people, we're sharing information from understandingthethreat.com as Muslims have now unified across this country, possibly uh, uh, to shut his site down, attack it, and silence uh, this former FBI agent, which I want to share some of his thoughts about the FBI uh, and how they are operating that uh, he shared with me. Facts and evidence apparently have little weight these days. Let's Let's lay them out. The um, USCMO is made up of the Muslim American Society, MOS, the Islamic Circle of North America, the ICNA, which, by the way, has some people arrested, um, connected directly to terrorism. The Council on American Islamic Re- uh, Relations, CARE, the MOS CARES Ministry of Iman Din Muhammad, the American Muslims for Palestine, the Muslim Legal Fund of America, Muslim Yuma of North America, the Muslim Alliance in North America, the American Muslim Alliance, and the Moss Foundation in, uh, based out of Chicago. Well, let's share, Shade, why don't we read a couple, um, a little bit of information about some of these uh, organizations. Shade, Moss, the Muslim American Society, and ICNA. Uh, Shade, why don't you share those um, okay, I'll, I'll Skype you those. Uh, why don't you uh, share those right now, Shade, as we talk about them. And by the way, people, by the way, the FBI, when they're doing these arrests, and you all are praising the Homeland Security for uh, arresting these Muslims uh, with their plots, um, well, you know what? It's a smokescreen. It's a smokescreen. It's to deceive the American people like a, uh, like a dog and pony show that, hey, see, we're really cracking down on terrorism when the real go is to flood this country with hundreds of thousands of Muslims so that they can get strong enough to really carry out their jihad 
in the war on non-Muslims. That's what's coming, America, and many of you are going to be shocked. Many of you have no idea the tsunami that's about to hit this country. Shade, why don't you share about uh, the first two, and then I'll share a couple, about these organizations that are part of the Muslim Advocacy Day that was held today, going to be held tomorrow. And these are the organizations that are now going to form the, the first Muslim political party. Shade, why don't you share a couple? Yeah. That is a lot. That is a bunch of them, Jim. Well, you share a couple, and uh, I'll share a couple. But you got the Muslim American Society. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Islamic Circle of North America. Yeah, but Council read about what they were Okay, not. Islamic. Yeah, but what? Yeah. what did you, I'll read about it. Yeah, what did Mosque? Read, yeah, read the descriptions on them. Inman? Yeah. It, what do they call that? Muna? Manna? Yeah. What the heck is that? Well, Moss, which was identified by its leaders in our government and the U.S. versus Serbia bin Kalala as a Muslim Brotherhood organization, ICNA was identified as part of the Muslim Brotherhood's movement in North America by evidence in the U.S. versus Holy Land Foundation trial in Dallas, Texas in 2008. Oh, wow the largest terrorism financing in a mosque trial ever successfully prosecuted in U.S. history, which, by the way, by the way, was the same year that the Syrian immigrant, who is the imam of the mosque, two, slightly less than two miles from where I'm sitting right now, received an award from CARE for political activism in that same year. I just wanted to point that out as well. Why don't you read about the... Uh, uh, here, here we go. The ICNA, MAS, training guide, calls on its adherents to establish an Islamic state under Sharia and wage war. Yep. Page 117-321 of their own training guide, people. If you think I'm blowing smoke up your A, it's on their own book, training guide, page 117-321. And by the way, Shade, why don't we say this? We have... The copies. The training guides. I mean, it's right here. Right. It's right here in our face. I mean, right. are, are people listening? Are they paying attention? Are they scared? You know, I, I don't understand. I really don't know. I mean, well, Shane, I'm going to say if people email Doing what they want to. Get away people with com- it, look, we have the Al-Qaeda training manuals that were seized by British, by, by, uh, by a raid in Great Britain several years ago. Um... And on the top of each manual, it does identify that these were seized as part of evidence in a terror plot. Seven manuals. If people would like to get them, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll send them the, the files. I'll, you know, they, they can go to our show description and get them. We'll, we'll, send, so we'll be the first podcast to actually release Al-Qaeda training manuals. But these are training manuals that were seized, the information leaked on the Internet, it's, it was used as evidence in a trial, and we're going to show you the evidence. And you can see yep. how Al-Qaeda and the terrorists are training their people. And you're going to, you'll be shocked at some of the things you'll read in it. These are the English translations, we want to remind you, of the Arabic Islamic Al-Qaeda training manuals. We do have, we're in possession of those. Um, again, CARE was identified 
by evidence in the U.S. vs. Holy Land Foundation trial as being the fourth organization, not the first, the fourth, okay, created by the U.S. Palestine Committee, Hamas, to be a front for Hamas on American soil. And the federal judge and the appellate panel agreed, Shade. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so we've got federal judges agreeing Agreed. that they are this, but yet they're allowing them to do that. That's because Homeland Security is run by regheads. Jay Johnson is he either a reghead or a sympathizer for reghead. When we had the uh, um, the CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Committee, highly influenced with finances from Ragheads and like Sahel Khan with Grover Norquist's Muslim Brotherhood connections. He may condemn the Muslim Brotherhood. They got a bite out there somewhere where he condemns them, but he's not come down on his buddy and associate Sahel Khan, a founding member of the Muslim Brotherhood. And and yet we want to know why ISIS is getting stronger and stronger, people. It's coming. And there you go. Absolutely. You know, many people are totally clueless to what's coming. Let's continue. The American Muslims for Palestine, AMP, is one of the latest fronts created by Hamas in the U.S. It is led by Muslim Dr. Harm Bazian, now, the board of the Muslim Legal Fund of America is littered with Hamas leaders, including all of them. How about this? Dr. Jess Gananam, Dr. Hadam Baziam. Name familiar? How about Tariq Al-Qadari, Murafa Nayas, and Kalal Meek. Al-Qadari Nayas and Meek all openly served in various positions for Hamas in the U.S., also known as CARE. MUNA, M-U-N-A, is another well-known Muslim brother organization many of you may not know about. It is part of the American Muslim Task Force. Boy, that sounds ominous. Yet another yeah, conglomerate okay. of, M- of Muslim Brotherhood of Moss organizations whose leaders are made up of the usual suspects. The American Muslim Task Force, Shade, that sounds like a, a group that would want to go out and identify... Wow so that they can tag and future bag their opposition and the infidel. That's exactly what that looks like to me it is. And, and you know what Obama, you know what Obama says the greatest threat to America is? Global warming. Yeah, our own people. Yeah, global warming. And then what do we hit? And, and, then, and then we had that Hitlery, um, Hitlery, uh, Hitler, you know, announcing her, Hitler. her run. I mean, good God, Hillary. Wow. Hillary, yeah, Hillary. <laughs> yeah, she needs to be walked away in handcuffs and, you know, as well. We, you know, we become a nation of freaking idiots, huh? Right. Well, you know what? This guy that we're reading, uh, understandingthreat.com, he's actually sent a VCY that, you know, until these people, some people on Capitol Hill are led away in shackles and handcuffs and are put on charges for treason against this nation. And he's referencing Jay Johnson as well. 
and, and leaders of our intelligence agencies, Shade, there is no hope for America. So, you know, I did my Internet skills and found his number because it's not on his website, and I called him. <laughs> he says we can fight this at a local – people have got to stand up at a local level. We've got to. Like, yeah, um, it's got like to start was, from a local level. Right. I was sharing about the doctor, you know, Dr. Uh, A.Y.M.A.N. Fatal, uh, who says – who's promoted an article – uh, that he said, here's an excellent article on why Hamas is a legitimate political entity. He posted that on Muslim Media Review in 2008. Is a prominent doctor who also does abortions in Augusta, Georgia area. But none of the local media in Augusta find it newsworthy that they have a prominent doctor in this area who's not just a doctor. He's a political activist, been connected with the Occupy Wall Street, leading protests with that in Georgia. And yet, he's praising Hamas, in my opinion, by saying, here's an excellent article on why Hamas is a legitimate political actor. And nobody, Fox 54 and the, all the local radio stations and all the other major networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, don't find a story there, Shade. They don't find a story there. So I am condemning the media networks of Augusta, Georgia, directly, including Fox 54 directly. Okay? Of uh, being complicit. There's a lot of smoking guns, people. I mean, we have three terror training camps. And it's pointed right at your heads. Right. We have three terror training camps. I found another one, Shade. Uh, between uh, Augusta, Georgia, and Columbia, South Carolina, which is 75 miles from me, Columbia, South Carolina. But the training camp is is halfway between it. So about 45 minutes from me is an Islamic training camp in South Carolina. If I go west, within an hour, I can hit two more. Yeah, man. Yeah. Let's talk about manna. You you got it up, Shade. Why don't you read a little bit about Mana and Amma? Yeah. Read Mana. Tell us who leads Mana. Mana. Yeah. Ishan Bagmi and Shirah Wahaji. Recall that Wahaji is an unindicted co-conspirator in the 1993 World Trade Center bombing and was a character witness for the blind Sheikh Omar Abdel Rahman. Manashura Council previously included Luhman Amin Abdullah before he was killed by the FBI when they raided his Mashid al-Hamad. That's me clapping. Sorry to interrupt you, Shade. I was clapping. He was killed, that guy. Okay, I was clapping. I couldn't help it. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm glad he was killed. I'm glad he's dead, and there ought to be a lot more of them killed dead. Yeah, absolutely. It should be a good season. an Islamic state under Sharia law. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. How about, we got more. Uh, we got uh, we got two more. The AMA. Uh, tell us about the uh, American Muslim Association, Shade. Well, that, that can be summed up by a quote. From the protege of the Muslim Brotherhood, 
the same people that have infiltrated Homeland Security and our you know national security. Right. Uh, founder Hassan al-Banna, and he quoted this on their website, Right. that AMA is not optional but mandatory for every Muslim, every single one. Yep. Yeah. So, Impact, you know. I mean, decades, decades ago, these people have been working on it for a long time. And the warning signs have been there. You guessed it. He's a Hamas leader. Yeah. Dr. Aziz Saeed. You know, and the Mosque Foundation in Chicago is a Hamas front. Its leader is Sheikh Kipia Mustafa, and he was named an unindicted co-conspirator in the U.S. versus Holy Land Foundation trial, the largest Hamas trial in American history, because he raised money for Hamas. So... Today and tomorrow on Capitol Hill, the vermin are swarming all over there. Capitol Hill is being swarmed by Hamas jihadis in suits. These men should be in jail, not on Capitol Hill. Not on Capitol Hill. Well, Shade, by the time most people download and listen to the archive, it's going to be over. But if you're listening tonight or you're listening Tuesday, you need to call your senators and representatives and ask them, why? Why is the United States Congress and the Senate allowing terrorists on Capitol Hill? Why? It's treason. Capitulation with the enemy is treason, Shade. Well, you're gonna have people are gonna have to the people are gonna have to just wise up. And yeah, it's unfortunate for some to have to hear. Uh, for others, it's motivating. There is going to have to be. We are gonna have to take this nation back, and we're gonna have to do it in a, by an armed means resistance, whether they want to hear it. It's going to have to be done. It ain't going to be done politically. Right. Well, you know, Obama... Obama has... uh, And a GOP. They're ignoring the elephant in the room, Shade. You know, because violence... Is a core teaching of Islam. There's 120 verses... Of... Violence in America. And here's the thing. These ragheads, these immigrants, who three-fourths of them are on government assistance, come to this country, hold signs up to say, jihad against USA is our religious duty. They're doing this on our soil while you and me and many other taxpayers are funding them. You know, in fact... Obama has said that his first duty as commander-in-chief is to defend America. So why? So now we have him on record as understanding his primary role as president, Shade. Right. He knows. Got him. He's not there where we want him, people. Go get him. He is disconnected from 
reality. You know, I'm surprised that there's not men chasing down the president with butterfly nets. The guy is a psychotic. He's psychotic. He's insane. I mean, this president is incompetent. He's either disconnected from reality or he's totally incompetent or he is openly doing the bidding of the enemy of our enemies. Shade? I think he's openly doing it intentionally. Intentionally. This is on purpose. I think he's doing it on purpose. Well, That's right. Did you, you know he, he um, studied the rules for radicals, right? The book Rules of Radicals by Solinsky. You're familiar. Everyone's heard about that book, right? Sure. You know who Rules of Radicals is dedicated to? I bet you don't know this. Let me take a... I, I don't. I, I really... You, what I if mean, I told you the book openly dedicates its contents to Lucifer? Oh, wow. Can anything be more blatant than that? And And, you know... And then a president comes on TV and, and criticizes Christians being filled with hate because, you know, we hate Islam and we hate what's going on. But he praises Islam as a religion of peace. As a religion of peace. Well, as long as you've got a wolf in the hen house, He's going to kill. He's going to take advantage of that, Jim. Well, here's the thing. They say it's a religion of peace, but here's another question. Did you know there is no published Islamic doctrine that contradicts what Al-Qaeda and ISIS are doing or teaching? Okay? If you're a rational human being, you'll come to the conclusion that Islam is what Islam says, and it is the authoritative Doctrinal text of Islam, law called Sharia. And our president is promoting this. Our president is acting and committing treason. And I believe the president should be dealt with to the full extent of our Constitution on on the issue of treason. Absolutely. And, 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 and those that support and follow him as well, Jim, let me throw that in there. Yeah. You know the word violent extremism. Violent extremism. That term was coined not by the media. That term was coined by DHS. And why? Because they don't want to identify Islam as the prob- true problem. Now, the question is, What's the GOP response to the President's State of the Union address? Was, was, well, it was just as shocking. Because in its absence of addressing the real and imminent threat from the global Islamic movement, which has a massive network here in the United States, Senator Joni Ernest 
Ernst. Remember Ernst, the, the lady that you know likes to castrate hogs? She spent less than one minute on the threat of the global jihad, which she described as terrorism and threats posed by al-Qaeda, ISIL, and those, get this, radicalized by them. So it is reasonable to assume that the vast majority of Muslims is it reasonable to assume that the vast majority of Muslims reject the core teachings of Islam? Is it the kind of assumption we should make when every American security is at stake, Shade? Uh no. When we That's hear care that assumption right there. When care openly states that their goal is not here to be equal to be do, but the predominant to make the Quran the highest authority in the land? Yeah. Yes, America. Yeah, what is that telling you people? Right. We're at a we're at a crossroads. I don't know if um you've heard the controversy you know, I I mentioned Grover Norquist, okay? Uh Grover Norquist um uh, I can get into it. He's the founder of Americans for Tax Reform. Uh, Norquist did create the Islamic Free Market Institute. Did you know that? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm with you here. Well, listen. Now, you know, okay, what year, what was the year in the month? of the World Trade Center bombing. I know you know. I want you to give me that date. Say it. Just say it. There's a reason I'm asking you. All right. I'm going to... Okay. Exactly. No, no. What was the year of the worst terrorist attack on American soil, Shade? Awful. Awful. No, no, what was the year? You're missing. I guess you're not hearing me. The year. What was the year? The famous date. September 11, 2001. Right. Grover That's right, and he had it. Yeah, he met right. a group. He met in an office with a group of terrorists to determine. Oh wow! Yeah, jihad. Yeah, how to mend relations between Muslim leaders and American government officials while the smoke was still rising after the attacks. So while the, the World Trade Center was burning, okay, while firefighters and people were responders, dying. Yeah, were dying. Okay. Grover Norquist, who is up for an election to be head of the National Rifle Association, who many Republicans talk highly of. You'll hear him mention on Fox News. You'll hear, um, what's that guy, Carl Rowe, talk about him. You rub shoulders, friends of Carl Rowe. This man met with Muslim leaders. How can we mend relations between them? And on that same day, George Bush was scheduled to meet with members of the Muslim Brotherhood. But, Setting us up to kill us. You know, this alone should have put Norquist outside of the circle of trust among discerning and patriot American leaders in the conservative movement, but it didn't. Are you looking at this shade? Again, Grover yeah. Norquist uh, created disturbing. the Islamic Free Market Institute with money from Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. Yeah. 
That should be a red flag. Abdulrahman al Mahdi. Yeah. How? How can this guy have any credibility in the Republican Party? And no, I'm not defending the Democrats because they're they're commies that be should be strung up from lampposts. We're talking the founder of the American for Tax Reform. He continues to move within conservative circles. No opposition has the support of prominent Republicans, Jeb Bush, Karl Rowe. And not only are leaders in the American conservative movement failing to raise serious questions about Norquist's defense of easily identifiable terrorists, they defend him and call those who lay facts on the tables bigots or other crazy names. So I guess Shade will be a bigot because we are criticizing the... uh, Conservative movement, embracement of someone that's rubbed shoulders and worked financially with the enemies of our country. Yeah, and this guy, like you said, people, he's one of the members of the board of directors of the National Rifle Association. That's the NRA. Right. And they're going to allow a man who promotes and defends terrorists. They're allowing a man who promotes and defends terrorists to be reelected. That's right. To their board. Yep. In fact, in February 2014, a report was put out entitled "The Islamists and Their Enablers' Assault on the Right: The Case Against Grover Norquist and Sahel Khan." Now, here's the thing. That was in 2014. Shade, I have come out against Sahel Khan years ago. Okay? He doesn't. He didn't even allow the word Islamist, Jihad, or Muslim to be mentioned in CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Committee, last several times. So the report contains not allegations, but facts surrounding Norquist's history with and support for terrorists. However, among those who signed the report were the Honorable Michael McCoskey, 81st Attorney General of the United States, and the Honorable James Woosley, former Director of of the CIA, Central Intelligence. And the facts detailed in the report include Grover's Norquist provide access to the White House for a number of terrorists during the Bush administration. Norquist is a registered agent for the Islamic Free Market Institute in Washington, D.C., which received money directly from terrorist jihadi organizations, again, uh, the Safe Trust. I mean, and his only defense for years is to say that he is being wrongly accused because of personal vendettas and smears. Shade. You know, so we got President Obama releasing terrorist leaders of al-Qaeda and the Taliban. Attorney General Holder refuses to prosecute terrorist organizations in America, despite overwhelming evidence. And it's not likely, then, that Grover Norquist will be indicted for espionage, providing material support to terrorists, nor aiding and abetting terrorist organizations. However, professionals in our country in our government, in the FBI, Department of Justice, and other arms of the government have the evidence they need 
to open an investigation on him and have had that information for years. Their failure to prosecute or even investigate Mr. Norquist does not in any way diminish the evidence on the table against him. Shade? So now the NRA has reminded us about our right to keep and bear arms predates the founding of the Republic, but for several years now they have had Grover Norquist on their board. Shade? Shade? Okay, I guess we... Oh, we lost Shade. Hold on. We are going to play something very um, from Glenn Beck. Keep dropping out. Okay, you there, Shade? So, here we go. Shade. Glenn Beck. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, Glenn Beck. Uh, who is Grover Norquist? We're gonna, we're, you know, we're gonna go into uh, that right now. This is Glenn Beck. It's a few minutes long. Who is Grover Norquist? This is Glenn Beck. He hosts the Blaze, uh, heard every morning, Monday to Friday, from nine to twelve. So here we go. Enjoy as we listen to Glenn Beck. Oops, let me get this here. Glenn Beck. Of the blade. used to say he was a big power player, and uh, I'd never even heard of him. And then um, I started talking to people, and they all said, oh, no, he is a really spooky guy. Don't take him on, Glenn, while you're taking on George Soros. Well, things have to be done now, don't they? So let's start telling the truth and exposing people for who they really are. Grover Norquist, to help me explain to you, and this is just the beginning of this, we plan on doing quite a bit on Grover Norquist and some of the other GOP operatives. Frank Gaffney, president for the Center for Security and Policy, and also Daniel Greenfield. He is the Shulman Fellow of the David Horowitz Center for Freedom. Um, I want to, uh, I guess, let's start with, let's start with this. Um, uh, because I find this is my first entrance into um, Grover Norquist. He is he is the guy responsible for a lot of the Muslim Brotherhood stuff that goes on um, in the White House now, isn't he? So, Frank and, and Daniel, you can take it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Glenn, I, I think most people who know Grover only as kind of a, a prominent anti-tax guy in the conservative movement would find that statement unbelievable. And, and to be honest with you, I would have. But for the fact that I saw it firsthand as a result of sharing office space for what I think of as seven biblically long years with Grover Norquist, in which I had an opportunity to witness it firsthand, I saw terrorists in his office space. I had my colleagues come to me and say, you know, there's a Muslim Brotherhood front operating out of his office suite. Uh, it was called the Islamic um, Free Market Foundation, or Institute, uh, II, Islamic Institute for short. This was uh, an operation that was created by a man who's now serving time in federal prison for terrorism by the name of Abdurrahman Alamudi, and it, it went on from there, penetrating the, the Bush campaign leading up to 2000 and then the Bush White House, and that's at the stage for what's going on under Obama now. Daniel, um, um, tell me uh, what his motivation would be. Why would he? Why would he be doing this? 
Well, the Muslim Brotherhood, like the communists and the Nazis before them, were expert at setting up front groups with innocuous names and finding people who would be useful to them. Norquist was useful to them, and in some ways they were useful to him. But what he was doing was really entangling the Bush administration, making them complicit in this kind of terrorism so that the Bush administration would not be able to take a firm line. They would have to say, yes, there's a lot of moderates out there, and we really can't go around alienating them because we're now complicit in this. Okay, let me, let me just go through some of the things that um, uh, he has been for. He is for um, American Sharia. A supremacist program that uh, I guess Frank you can go into here in a second. He has supported George Soros and J Street's anti-Israel uh, agenda. He's worked to prohibit the government from using classified information uh, to deport illegal alien terrorists. Uh, encouraged the closure of Guantanamo. Supported the construction of the Ground Zero Mosque. Endorsed civilian trial for Khalid Shahad uh, Sheikh Mohammed in New York City. Um, he is for sharp defense cuts in the in the time of war. Immediately withdrawing U.S. forces from Afghanistan. Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, he espouses open borders, demands amnesty for illegal aliens, promotes gay marriage, promotes gays in marriage, um, promoting internet and other forms of gambling, promotes legalization of illegal drugs. There's a lot of things here, Frank, that I would say that maybe he's just a libertarian. Is he a libertarian or is he playing for the progressive side? Well, that's a judgment call, I guess, to some people. To me, it's pretty clear. When you put it all together, I think most libertarians are not hostile to our country, are not hostile to our Constitution, are not working with, hand in glove, the radical left, uh, to say nothing of the Islamists, to undermine, you know, the conservative movement. And, you know, you, you spoke in your monologue about the attacks on Ted Cruz, uh, those follow attacks on Tom Coburn, attacks on Mike Lee, of course, attacks on the Heritage Foundation. I mean, this is a guy who is doing the bidding, at the very least, if not uh, all in on his own right. He's certainly helping people who are enemies, I believe, of this country, and certainly enemies of the Republican Party, if there's anything left of it, and the conservative movement specifically. Can you give me an example where he is comfortable in working with um, the progressives and Islamists um, in particular, yeah. something we could go back to in history and look? Very, a very compelling, again, don't take it from me, look at this for yourself. In a course that you've been kind enough to help me talk about with your audience in the past, MuslimBrotherhoodInAmerica.com, when we've got a clip in Part 7 of Grover Norquist at a meeting in Dearborn, Michigan in October 2011, put together between George Soros's, you know, progressives or leftists, radicals, and the Islamists. And there he talks very candidly about what amounts to an influence operation that he's been running against a prominent conservative Republican Senate leader. And, you know, you just can't uh, come away from this with any conclusion other than he knows exactly what he's doing, and what he's doing is, in this case, advancing the interests of not just Muslims, but Islamists, and I'm afraid that's the kind of thing that he's got to be held accountable. Daniel, real quick, um, I've only got 30 seconds now. Can, can you tell me what makes you think he's just that he's not just a freedom guy, that he is playing for the other side? Well, if you were a freedom guy, then why would he be backing an ideology associated with a completely totalitarian regime? Why would he be backing the dissolution of the United States, the misfortunes of the conservative movement, 
And why would he be doing everything possible to undermine the entire possibility that the Republican Party can push a freedom-based agenda? Okay. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, back in just a second. And I want you to know that um, uh, this is a very complex issue. Um, and I think it is time for somebody to take on the establishment Republicans and tell you exactly who's who. If you're for the Constitution, I don't care if you're a liberal or a, or a Democrat or a Republican and a conservative, I don't really care. If you're for the Constitution of the United States of America, that's our dividing line. And there are too many in the Republican Party, so let's clean out our own house first. Let the Democrats worry about themselves. Why don't we try to find the people that are supposedly on our side and clean out the house there. Back in a minute. Okay, Shade. What do you think? That's just a part of it. If you want to learn more, you can go to theblaze.com. He actually has the actual interviews of Grover Norquist. Go ahead. That's just another perfect example of what taking place in, on Capitol Hill, and I ask myself why uh, we as American citizens are allowing this to happen, even after what Glenn Beck had to say. That's right. That's my question to America. Why? Well, Freedom Fighter Radio has been pointing these out, not on the level of Beck for uh, years. Again, Grover Norquist still upheld as a great leader for freedom in the GOP. So, Shade, all I can say is, in the next election, look at the people that are connected to Soros, and Grover Norquist. See who they're backing. Jeb Bush is one of is who they're pushing. Okay, Jeb Bush, yes. Um, Mark Rubio, I'm sorry, I don't go with him either. The three best men in the Republican Party would be uh, Scott Walker, Ted Cruz, and Rand Paul. Some of you may agree with one of the three over another one. But the three that I think people should choose between are those three men I just mentioned. Shade, it is time to identify the enemy. I agree. It's time to identify the enemy. And, uh, again, Shade, um, Islam will not be stopped by an appeasing attitude. You know, the church is failing. The church is failing. The church is not identifying the traitors in our government. They're not speaking of, uh, out against the social justice. They're worried about the, the size of their flocks, not all but many. Our local politicians don't think Isla the Islamic threat is a local issue. Well, it is a local issue because we've got to beat it back at a local level. Again, um, understand... Uh, what was that site? That... Um, I want everybody to uh, check out understandingthethreat.com. Again, it's come under attack, Shane. It's come under attack by the Muslims. So I think we have an obligation as patriots to come to the, to come to the aid of uh, this uh, great new website that I found out about. In fact, let me see if I got this. Uh, here we go. Before we end, this is the breaking news. Uh, oh, you want to hear uh, a guy inviting you to uh, 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 an Islamic event, Shade? Listen to this. Here, listen to this raghead. Let me bring his on. Here we go. Listen to this. 
referencing. Okay, people, don't rely on the, the big medias and what they say. You need to look into these things. And if you don't know how, then you need to learn how or you need to make contact with those that know how or even contact. Time to wake up. Absolutely. So with that being said, we'll be back next week. Sorry we've had a lot of communication problems. Sorry about the audio, people. So good night and God bless. Politically incorrect and in your face. Enemies of America, you're on notice. It's freedomfighterradio.net.